Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. <laughs> Greetings, Jason. <laughs> how do I forget how do we do this? Is that right? No, that's how do we do it? <laughs> it's something like I that. I forgot how this goes. <laughs> it's been a hello, while, Jason. Uh, we're back, Miles. We're back. Uh, What's up? Uh, it's good to see you again. Uh, we've kind of been on a little hiatus, uh, so to speak. You've been out of the country. Yeah, I uh, have. On an adventure for a few weeks, and uh, and now you're back. I'm back. I'm back, and we're... Uh, Where are you back from? I don't know. I've just been here waiting for you to <laughs> get back. Back in my house? Yeah, I'm back at your house. And uh, it turns out that while you've been gone, I've been setting up a, a whole gamut of new shows that we're going to be doing. That's what I hear. I hear you have them ready to I just am, I, load. They're lined up. Uh, you know, we've got a, a roaster that we're going to do a show with and uh, some uh, new some new coffee shops. And uh, and maybe uh, we'll go back and, and revisit one of our old friends, uh, which would be oh, fun. So we're going to pretend I don't know. Yeah. Like, Whoa, that sounds Whoa. interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. And uh, so for, for listeners that have been patiently waiting for us to come back, thanks for waiting. And here we are. And, but, and we, we're working on some new stuff for you. Uh, but it's great to have you back, Miles. Uh, where were you? I took a two-week trip to Armenia, Armenia with the family. Oh wow! It's that, an eleven-hour time difference. That Jason. that so, is a conversation waiting to happen. <laughs> we got back like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I'm still jet. No, I'm not jet lag anymore. <laughs> but it took it takes like a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it, know, because then as soon as it, even if I, we got back the first day, and I thought I beat it, I went to bed at like 10 p.m. I drove home from the airport. Uh-huh. I think I stayed awake the whole time. Everyone else is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I declared victory that night. I oh. said, I did it. I stayed up. Yeah. And I went to bed. Yeah. And I, w- I woke up at 3.30 when one of my kids came in and asked me what was for breakfast. <laughs> Actually, two of them came in. It's like, uh, it's, it's, what's for breakfast? Yeah. I was like, you'll know in like five hours. That they didn't like that answer. Well, what's amazing to me is that you survived the trip with all the kids uh, and, and are still smiling and happy. That's great. <laughs> So congratulations. It was a good time. Uh, that's great. And we'll talk about that. And uh, at the same time, we're here doing an espresso today, and you've brewed up some coffee for us. We'll talk about that, too. So let's get this show going, Miles. We'll talk about your adventure in Armenia, how you survived it all, our week, our kids, and, of course, this coffee on this espresso edition of Coffee Café. <laughs> Welcome. We are two coffee-addicted dads that get together for some great coffee and conversation. And we usually get together more often, Miles. We usually do. <laughs> we bring you the We're best. We're still of, addicted, That's though. right. We bring you the best of coffee. We take you to the greatest shops, and we introduce you to the remarkable people in the world of coffee on both sides of the counter and tell you about all the incredible coffees you've got to try. And on our espresso shows, we give you an even more personal perspective at how we see coffee. So, Miles, yeah, that's true. Uh, we've had some time off. You traveled the world with a family. Now you're back, and here we are doing the show once again. Yes. <laughs> so what was this show about again? Uh, I forget. Coffee, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to our regularly scheduled podcast, and uh, we want to, again, thank you all for continuing to listen. Uh, but before we dive into your uh, crazy adventures of Armenia and your world-traveling uh, family, uh, let's talk about this coffee you've brewed up for smiles because this after all if you remember we used to talk about coffee and we should do that again today <laughs> jason i brewed up two coffees yeah, today and, just because uh, it had great. been too long <laughs> <If> any- <laughs> i'm excited to talk about these coffees two Go ahead. glasses in here yeah so yeah. one of them they're both from the la coffee club uh-huh. one of them is alibi coffee company now alibi as in you have an alibi kind of alibi i guess so all right is there another alibi well i don't know it could be alibi <laughs> 
<laughs> an Ethiopian one. <laughs> That's right. You never know. But this is Alibi Coffee. That reminded me. I was asking her. Her alibi. Remember that eighties movie? No, I I don't. You, you, Tom Selleck. Oh, Paulina Porskova. Wow, this is classic eighties movie. Okay, <laughs> I had no idea. That's what I thought of when I got this coffee. All right, and and this is a a, a Brazilian coffee, right? Yes. And this is cool because uh, my coffee club, I got uh, Brazilian coffee as well. It seems like they come in batches. That's a thing, And huh? that, It seems like a I thing. Because I made a joke about how it, they're yeah. in season right now, yeah. and you said no, no they I, actually aren't. I read a story on somewhere, I forgot where, where you'll see these waves of, of coffee come from different regions, different parts of the world. Because the, sh- the boat comes? Yeah, or because the coffee uh, comes av- becomes available in a certain area at a certain time, and then all the roasters buy the beans from them. <laughs> the Brazil boats here. <laughs> so in this case, Brazil, you got it from Alibi. I got one from La Colombe, and uh, which, um, man, uh, we got it. My wife, who likes coffee, but not nearly as much as I do, she was like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I also got a bag from Tristero Coffee from our friends at Spoke Coffee. Yeah. And, uh, and his Brazilian coffee uh, was unbelievable. So I'm really excited about this Alibi coffee. Yeah, it has got like a strawberry taste, yeah. a bit fruity. Yeah. But yeah, like a nice nice medium body. Yeah, and and, and from uh, what I understand, uh, uh, Brazilian coffee, which happens to be the largest producer in the world, from what I, I've read, uh, most of their coffees have these chocolatey, nutty yeah. tastes. Yeah, and this it's definitely one, got that. This has got that, no question. And uh, the, But the, a touch of fruit, too. That, that, that was the thing. I had this coffee that you brewed up so nicely, by the way, and the water was fantastic. <laughs> Jason walks in the house with his own water. <laughs> My water's not good enough. <laughs> and uh, uh, it uh, it had all the those notes that I've been tasting uh, for the last couple weeks while you've been gone. Uh, but then that one little note, I was like, "What the heck is that?" And it's strawberry. It's yeah. it's like, and it's on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's come to, it's Funny, so, well, you must be getting good at this, Jason. No, but it was like no, I couldn't pinpoint it. But when you said it had strawberry on, it's like that's it. It's a strawberry. So what a nice little treat. That's what it said <laughs> it on has the cheat sheet. Yeah. The caramel, <laughs> strawberry, and clean. That's <laughs> clean. What is the flavor of clean? I think it's bleach. Do you taste the bleach? <laughs> no, I don't taste the bleach. <laughs> but it's delicious coffee, and uh, so Alibi Roasters. And what is on the bag? It says Brazil. Capim Branco. What is that, Miles? It's a farm. Oh, all right. It's the farm where they got the beans, I suppose. Uh, that's my guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm reading the back of the bag here, and Alibi, I want to just read this first sentence. Are you going to play in this where we tried to guess what Capim Branco was no. before we looked it up? No. You're going to edit that part out? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? It's a farm. <laughs> no. Uh, Alibi, I'm going to read this back of the bag here, just the first couple of sentences, because it's interesting. I, you know what I love about coffee uh, is that you always get something unique. And I think Alibi has something unique here in the back of the bag, and I think it's worth sharing, and I'm going to read it. Alibis provide the celestial grease to squeeze extra time into days that are rarely long enough. The celestial grease. Yeah. <laughs> An excuse to be elsewhere for just a few minutes and to savor those moments for yourself. There you go, Miles. <laughs> it's celestial grease. <laughs> I think it's fun when they do those kind of, uh, uh, you know. I like those things. I, like I do enjoy them, yeah. Every beer has one, if you've ever noticed. Oh, no, and it's got like, it's like a three-sentence sort of statement about the beer and yeah. their philosophy on life. 
Oh, but. that's true. Yeah, you're right. Uh, do you have an example, like the one that you... Well, I don't have an example oh, right. off the top of my head. Okay. But, that's, but I'll get you one. All right. <laughs> Thanks. I got all this head this headset on. I don't want to get up. Yeah, that's true. It's it. too much trouble. So then uh, you also brewed another coffee, and this is the fun one, I think, because it's great to have the Brazil coffee. We can talk about it. It's chocolatey. It's delicious. It's flavorful. It's beautiful body. And not too acidic. Uh, so it's just a great overall coffee. I, I could drink this all, every morning. It's very nice. Yeah. The so, other coffee is called Alana's Coffee Roasters. All right. Uh, it is. And that's co- another LA coffee roasting. Yeah, right? Mar Vista. Yeah. And so Alana's, uh, I think we've had Alana's before. So which one is this one? It is the Colombian coffee. All right. Always good. Colombia. Yep. Via Inez Tolima Catura. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a natural no, coffee. Actually, the thing that, that's struck out about this one it says right on the front, tasting notes are uh, watermelon uh-huh. and Jolly Rancher candy. <laughs> well, there you go. Which is great because, <laughs> you know, I love Jolly Ranchers. Oh. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, most tasting notes, they'll, as we joked about in a previous show, yeah. if it's like honey, it's not just, oh, yeah, it's honey. It's clover honey. That's right. If it's a pear, it's not just a pear. It's like a Japanese, you know, (laughs) golden pear varietal that you've never heard of. That's right. right. Yeah. And so uh, to just, you know, to have Jolly Rancher in there. (laughs) I I used to throw Jolly Ranchers in my juice. Really? Try and get the flavor of Jolly Rancher. Do you still do it today? I'm kind of wondering if someone just kind of. This is good. Just chuck a Jolly Rancher in (laughs) as the coffee. I wonder if they. You know, search out for Jolly Rancher flavors, or it just happens to be, hey, this kind of tastes like Jolly this Rancher. This kind of tastes like Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I think it's fun. Uh, and what's uh, uh, interesting is it's, it actually tastes really good. It is very, it is one of the most unique coffees that we've had. I, 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 I got to say, it is, I don't taste necessarily Jolly Rancher, but it is fruity, kind of that almost artificial fruit. It tastes like fruity. Ethiopian coffee. I definitely taste watermelon y kind of flavors. I'm not sure about the Jolly Rancher, maybe because it's watermelon flavored Jolly it's Rancher. More like Skittles, I would say. <laughs> Starburst. <laughs> it is not so much Jolly Rancher. It is a fruity flavor. Uh, overwhelming on the fruity, but it's delicious. I could drink this. Yeah. I, I, I think it's fun. We should add some sugar to this coffee. Oh, there you go. I wonder. Go grab some sugar and see what it tastes like. Uh, but no, uh, both these coffees are, are completely different, but they're yummy in their own little unique way. Yeah. And these, Miles, you brewed uh, both of these uh, via a uh, pour over, right? Yes. Uh, any magical recipe you're using to, on these? No, you know, this is like my morning. You're moving quick in the morning. Yeah. You want to make your coffee. Like once you generally know like how much goes in the scoop, how much goes in the grinder. Right. Like I don't want to weigh it every time and it just takes too much time. So well, that's interesting because, you know, I am, I maybe I, I probably could say this. I'm kind of anal about it. Uh, I have gotten it you down. <laughs> you brought water into my house. <laughs> I guess you're right. I uh, I I weigh everything. Oh, that must have driven you crazy when I was just taking. No, a no, I I think it's great because uh, what it does is is just uh, it's just a different style of coffee, and it but it you nailed it. It's beautiful. It tastes great. Well, here's how I feel like. I feel like the extra effort it's going to take me to get the scale out. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't do it sometimes. Like right. there are times, and I'll just make sure I get it. I get it right. Like yeah. you know when you do the chemex and stuff, it's kind of right. hard to eyeball that. But yeah. Um, it's like barbecuing too, you know. There's this if you like measure every little thing, yeah. 
you'll do it better than I do it, but but I'll get like c- close enough to make it <laughs> to make good coffee to make it worth not having to do it. Well, you know, and for me, I I do all this measurement stuff because uh, when I when I hit it, when I nail it, I want to repeat it because I want the exact same flavor. Yeah, it makes perfect every sense. single time. But this is it, it shows you uh, how flexible coffee can be. Uh, you can just eyeball it like you do. And just have a, a system, or you can go scientific like me, <laughs> and you still get a good cup of coffee, you know. And uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. So nicely done, sir. Thank you. There you go. And Alibi, a coffee company. You all these you can get through uh, L.A. Coffee Club, the Alibi and Alana's Coffee Roaster. If you're interested in the Colombian with watermelon and Jolly Rancher candy, <laughs> you had to read that. <laughs> yeah, well, I forgot it. Was, what was that? You other said, note said again? Skittles, and I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, now and later. Uh, so, Miles, uh, again, yeah. Uh, thanks for brewing these coffees. But uh, let's talk a little bit about your amazing trip. Uh, now, this is great because when you before you left, we had talked about okay, Miles. Now, this is an opportunity for you. Uh, of course, you're taking the family. You're going on a family vacation, and I don't want you to work when you go there, but. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to the other side of the world, uh, and you have the opportunity to see what coffee's like over there. So I know that was part of your mission, and you could have said, I ain't doing anything. Go leave me alone, Jason. <laughs> but you were kind enough to do it. So, let, But let's get into the meat of it, uh, which is the most important part, which is you travel. Or was I? And I'm just going to start talking. Well, you could. You could lie. That's okay. <laughs> but let's talk about uh, uh, traveling uh, around the world uh, with your family. That must have been fun. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. My kids are at an age now, like four, six, and nine, where we can weather plane flights just fine if there's like a, if there's some, some TV or something to watch. Oh, sure. And when you're going across, we flew to Poland first, and it's like an 11 hour flight. Yeah. And there's a screen, and an, like almost, there's an unlimited enough menu of, uh, of television kids' options. Right. That these kids don't watch a ton of TV. So when there's a screen in front of them, it's like they're just going to stay awake as long as they can, watch as much TV as they can. It's like, I'm, I need my I juice. I want another one. <laughs> Show me another one. It's like, you want to go take a nap? It's like, no, they're going to fall asleep watching. You know, really, that's the greatest invention in airplanes ever. Because to <laughs> before that, it was kids screaming or whining. And and now you just put on the, the, the big bright picture. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know, like, yeah, you could watch a ton of TV. But like once in a while on the airplane. No, of course. And they're super Feasible. excited to go on the airplane. Of course. Oh, yeah. it's great. Uh, we flew on lot airlines. So... On what airlines? Lot. Lot. L A A T. L O T. L O T. Oh, as in it's a Polish airlines. So we oh, flew into Warsaw. We get there. There's a little, there's like a playground in the airport, like oh. a little thing for kids to get no out. No way, and, really. And stretch their legs. Oh, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. And we go over there, and there's a sign there. It says, uh, "Enjoy the playground. Have a lot of fun." Aha. It's like <laughs> <laughs> and one of my kids is such a proud moment. You know, they came over. They're like, "Look at this! It says have a lot of fun." <laughs> That's and great. that was like the joke for the rest of the trip. <laughs> Except the joke turned into it wasn't even really a joke after a while. It was just how many how many grains of sand are there on the ocean? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> how many leaves are there in the trees? A lot. Uh-huh. It was the funniest thing. And so you know, uh-huh. the, you see the trip start going down, or someone gets in a bad mood. Yeah. You just ask. Hey, 
How many people there in the world? <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> That's a great one. That, it was good. And, and what a great idea for an airline to market themselves that way. I know, right? <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> so uh, you someone made, built them playground just so they could make the sign. Right? They made the sign first. <laughs> That's right. I got this idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do we do Tickets cost a lot of money. No. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, it was good. So we get there. Yeah. We uh, now. How long does it take to get to Armenia? From uh, the whole thing, you know, from start to finish. How many uh, hours? I think it's like eleven hours for the first leg of the flight, and then another three or four for the second. Wow, one. that's a good trip. That's a long trip. And we got in at like three, four in the morning. And okay, so you survived the plane ride. That's great. Yeah. And then what happens? Everything goes smoothly there from from there, right? Yeah, we met my folks uh-huh. at the airport. Yeah, we, we got to the Airbnb. Yeah, my wife tried to put the four-year-old down to sleep. Uh-huh. She lay down in the bed. Yeah, and they fell asleep. Oh, my folks fell asleep. They had been up all night. They didn't come on the plane with us. They came from somewhere else. Uh-huh. They fell asleep. Oh. Uh, so it was me and the three boys <laughs> at 5 a.m. <laughs> just up in, oh. uh, in in Armenia, in, uh, in the capital, in Yerevan. Uh-huh. And so uh, we were uh, looking for stuff to do. <laughs> there's not much to do there no? before like 8, 9 a.m. Well, it's just completely dead. Like, it, there's nothing. No, nothing else turned Things on. Things don't get started until... Like like the grocery store didn't open till eight. Oh, people, you, there's not like movement really, like uh, traffic or anything like there is here until nine or so. And uh-huh. that was actually one of the problems was that every morning, yeah, you know, I'm up at seven, eight o'clock, right, and I'm looking for I want to go to a cafe, and sure. grab some coffee, yeah. and, and test out some some coffee shops, right. but nothing is open until nine at the earliest. Oh wow. So it that was a problem there is that it just did not fit my morning coffee schedule. Everyone has coffee at their homes. No one really goes out, I think. Well, that's interesting. For an early morning coffee. Now, so you didn't see and because hey, I've seen Starbucks everywhere. There was no Starbucks, no, Starbucks. no anything like that. No, no wow. chain no, no coffee chains. chain places. All yeah. right. What they did have was a lot of uh, these machines around the city, like coffee machines. Like the old uh, ones you put a quarter in and it cup yeah. pops out and your coffee just brews? Yeah. Oh. How and they're, they're just, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't drink any. <laughs> no, I wonder, I wonder if it's uh, uh, like uh, a drip coffee or is it more Armenian style coffee? Uh, it is, uh, it's not really, for Armenian style coffee, you know, you have to have your, uh, your the, jez, the, jez the, the, right. And then, but then the grinds are brewed in the water. Yeah. Right. You boil it when it comes up, you turn it down, you right. stir it and you pour it in. It's like Turkish coffee. Right. But, um, and the machines, I think, are more just like espresso, cappuccino. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So it's more of American, Americana. Or Italianized coffee. Yeah, right. So it didn't really, like the morning, I would drink coffee in, in the in our Airbnb. Yeah. In the afternoon, I would just kind of go to these, uh, wherever we happen to be out on the road yeah. or, and, and get or for lunch or something and, and have some of the coffee there. All right. So now let's talk about that because <clears throat> this is uh, this is what I'm interested in. Uh, you, you go to a coffee shop. You walk in, and is is the atmosphere and the what you usually expect at a coffee shop similar or completely different? Well, let me tell you about a couple. Let me tell you the, the one we did go to. Oh, okay, great. Because we didn't go to a lot of coffee, only coffee shops. It would be like a cafe, right, oh, right where right. you would just be eating and, and get something to drink. Uh, okay, sure. So last, toward the end, there was a, we found a spot, which I wish we had found earlier, but um, it was a little place. They had 
like a, a whole bunch of different kinds of beans you could get. Oh, okay. Um, they had chocolates and candy on one side. And then they would also make you a cup of coffee. So it wouldn't be a kind of place you would go and expect them to make coffee for you. Like okay. in America, you'd just be like, oh, this is a bean store. But you can you could, you could go in and just order a cup. And she had a little, it was almost like a, a crock pot look like with sand in it and and heating coils oh, okay all right and so you heat the sand up and get like an even an even heat and you'd put your your jezva pot inside and, and heat it like that instead of getting like just a flame on the, the bottom. that seems uh i've seen that uh that seems like more of a traditional way to heat the the jezva right uh using sand a hot sand right yeah okay so that's cool it's in a crock pot genius idea <laughs> yeah um the person who worked in the store is very nice we talked yeah, I'll post some pictures. Oh, so you spoke to the owner of the of the coffee shop. This is great, Miles. You were a roaming yes. reporter. <laughs> Did you record it? Like I asked you to. Uh, it was only in Armenian. Uh huh. So my wife spoke to her. Oh, translated back to me. And did you record it? Like I asked you to. It was in Armenian. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't record it. All right, I'll just give you a hard I time. I had to download an app that cost three ninety nine. Like the most expensive app on my oh, phone. Oh, I can't imagine. Uh, so you didn't like record the microphone it. on my phone is not going to work. So you didn't record it like I asked you to. I recorded a video. <laughs> oh, of right. her with the jezva and the and okay the sand. All right, that's great. That's great. So we'll share that on on uh, social media. But uh, so you spoke to her, and so you kind of interviewed her, right? You asked questions that you could understand what was going on and the differences, right? Yeah, she w- she wasn't the owner. Oh, all right. But the way that that they would uh, sell the coffee. Would be you could have uh, full Arabic beans. You could have robusto beans. Oh, so all right. So they had the difference. or half and half. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah. interesting. So the Armenian coffee that we had, you know, they they bring it to a boil, which is probably hotter than you would get making it through most methods. That's right. right. It absolutely. And is. you know, I noticed it did have a different taste than I'm than I'm used to. Like it, it it was very good. And I asked her afterwards, you know, what 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 kind of coffee she was using, and it was an Ethiopian coffee. So and it was so, the Arabica Ethiopian. Yeah. Okay. So I got I you know I asked for the Arabica, the Ethiopian beans. Having it made that way is not a way that I had had Armenian coffee before. You know, I'd never had like Ethiopian coffee in an in a out of a jasmine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it did have a unique flavor. It what? was a little bit like less, uh, maybe less intense than oh. usually is. Like less. Uh, so the fruit the fruit notes bitter. weren't uh, there as much. There were no fruit notes because I think probably had been maybe too hot. I see. Brew. I, I'm just guessing because right. I feel like the fruit notes you can taste them more as it cools off. But yeah, true. Um. But yeah, no, it was still like a, it was a, a nice cup of Armenian coffee. Okay. Strong as always. So it was just super strong Ethiopian coffee. Yeah. Did you try the- um, Robusta? Uh, the Robusta? No, I no. didn't. Oh, that's too bad. Well, Robusta is not- no, it's it. As good. For those I wanted of you who, the, the best they could. Sure, that makes with. sense. For those of you who are, are wondering, uh, in case you didn't know, the uh, uh, arabica beans are the high quality beans. Robusta beans tend to be uh, uh, a little more bitter in yeah. flavor, but you mm-hmm. can have good cups of robusta coffee. Some Italian coffee, some dark roast, use a robusta beans to add a little punch to to the the, the brew. So yeah, uh, but arabica is the good stuff. And so you had that. All right. So that uh, it made it different. Was there anything similar other than the beans that they use uh, to American coffee shops? You know, coffee is is very big there. Like people enjoy drinking it. Sure. Um, it's kind of like tea time in England. You know, there's like a all right. You sit down. You have your coffee. Yeah. Um, 
you're with friends or family or whatever. I see. Okay. And that's uh, and that's it's more of a ritual, and, I would say. And so everything that you experienced there was made in a typical more Armenian or Turkish coffee way, which is the jezva, uh, you know, where the, the grind is brewed with the hot water or boiling water and, uh, and you grinds are actually end up in your cup of coffee, that kind of thing. You didn't ever have a pour over or anything other than that. Oh, no, they had like espresso and cappuccino. I had those. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, those were good. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, where did you get that? At the cafes. Oh, at the cafes. Like at a regular restaurant. Oh, I didn't know that. See, yeah, I, yeah. I no, I did get a lot of those. Oh. I, I ordered coffee oh, so, all the time. All right, I'm just so, saying, these were at, so those were at, you're like at a, a lunch place. It's yeah. not an exclusively coffee right, place. Right, okay, I see. So yeah. when you had the espresso, when you had all those other drinks, how did they compare uh, to what we know? It's very comparable, yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if the beans are the same as we're getting, but the coffee tastes also tastes very good. So it's like you never left home. There's no pour overs. They don't really serve American coffee. Okay. You get an Americano. There's, so there's no drip. It's an espresso. Yeah. The places I went to, it was all espresso drinks. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Uh, so then essentially, what would be your overall impression of uh, coffee in Armenia? That there are some specialty places around where you can go buy beans and you can pick from between you know a dozen to 20 different kinds mm-hmm. um that there's no chain places no starbucks like yeah. n- nothing cropping up which was it was kind of surprising to me like no one had, no one had a foothold really hmm. um and that uh these like coffee machines are just around that's crazy the city that's crazy it is because that that just brings me like that takes you back years <laughs> to like you know when it was like in every i don't know coffee or any uh, store you could just put a quarter in and get a cup of coffee i thought those things were long gone but that's interesting maybe that's where they went they left america yeah <laughs> they put them in big uh, ships and sent them over there's a lot of there's a lot of just little like stands you can get uh you can get a smoothie or something, get oh. a coffee. Oh, okay. They, you know, these, uh, but, 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 um, but like little stands, like, uh, out, outdoor stands, you know, with like little carts is what you mean? Or, 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 yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. And is. is that more traditional Armenian coffee or do they serve espressos and things like that too? No, it's all, it's, the, it's made the same way, either an espresso or like a Jezva. There's oh, okay. no, right. there's, there's not the way that we do it here. So there's no drip. You've never, other than the machines, there's no drip. I didn't see any drip. All right. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's our coffee in Armenia. That So that's great. Thank you for the report, Miles. Although it would be nice if we had an interview to roll in right now. You got but- <laughs> video, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, You're right, but. But. Uh, so uh, that's fine. I'm telling you, yeah. I went out searching. I was looking uh-huh. on the maps yeah. for a place that opened at a time uh, that would work yeah. in the morning. Sure. And I could go out. But, you know, when you're waking up at 6, 6, 6.30. Right. I'm not, you're not going to wait until like, you know, no, nine no. to get your first. You're out. You're doing stuff. You, you got to get point. coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the report, Miles. You're welcome, Jason. <laughs> so now let's From talk the about the lines. fun story. <laughs> uh, so uh, the kids uh, the, in Armenia, that must have been uh, one heck of a trip for them. They were troopers. They did a lot of walking. Yeah. And did you guys do anything fun with the kids? No. <laughs> 
Okay, well that's great, Miles. Yeah, we had a you know there's there's a lot of places for kids to to play in the city. Um, so I gotta say, Jace, apart from you know we had there were there were some a couple good moments on the trip. Oh, I would say oh, okay. we went out of the city a few times. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of uh, our we had uh, someone who was driving us um, who we had hired for the for a couple of days oh, to, nice. to to drive us around yeah. uh, the country, um, and he was you know very insistent. There were a lot of snakes out. Snakes, um, snakes, snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so we're driving around. You know, we get a he's he's every place we go, we would say you know. The, whether there were snakes here or not, and the kids are, you know, kind of on pins and needles. Like, are there snakes here? Are there not snakes here? But we're, you know, we're driving to one place, uh, and uh, we get there, and you know, this is a place with snakes, apparently. Oh, oh, like real snakes. Okay, go ahead. And we get inside this. There's like a. There's a lot of monasteries in uh-huh. Armenia, so you go to a very beautiful place in the countryside. And the draw is like a monastery, but really part of the draw is just like getting there. You know, it's like a destination, but. It's another monastery. It's beautiful, yeah. but you yeah. look around scenery. So one of the buildings there, like you know, we they go they go running off through the grass, uh-huh. and I have to go, guys, snakes. Remember, we have snakes here. <laughs> like, don't go just running off. <laughs> yeah. Like, watch where you walk. Da, yeah. da, da. Uh-huh. Um, we go into this little like hut. I don't know what it, what it used to be. Okay. Um, and I'm like the only one in it. So let me go first in case anything's in there. <laughs> I go in there and it was like, we were at a monastery. It was a godsend. There was a, this like thick shoelace that was in there. Oh, like no. this thick <laughs> black shoelace. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So I pick it up. Oh, Even me no. at first, I was like, is that it? No, uh, that's not a snake. Okay. I pick it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys, look at this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, six-year-old <laughs> goes charging back down the hill. <laughs> it was perfect. I got in trouble for that one. Oh, I can imagine you did. <laughs> he was fine, though. We're leaving yeah. to go back. Uh-huh. And uh, we're driving down the street, down the down the road, and we pass this. This is just great. It's like we drive past this uh, this this winery, uh-huh. and you know how they have uh, before the grapes had started growing too much. They have like the the white sort of uh, lattice or the fen- the stakes yeah, sort of sure, for yeah. the for the grapes to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he nudges me. He's like, "Hey, look at that! Look, I'm, look at all those cows that died out there." <laughs> What? <laughs> you thought they were cow? It was like a cow cemetery. Oh. There's all these little crosses in the field. So, that is perfect. That is. Aww. It was, I know it's great. So yeah, that was those are the those that's the coffee and then some of the highlights. That's a, you know, and but in the end, the kids must have had one heck of an experience to go completely someplace completely different. It's got to be pretty memorable for them. Yeah, I think um, you know they were picking up the language. You know they they go to school or uh, they they go to school. Really, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> they go to school. You know, <laughs> no, but they have a lot. They have exposure to Armenian and had some through their early school. So I, see. I think um, I see they were it was they were it was coming back. Oh, cool! So they yeah. they picked it up and then you basically were just uh, lost because you had no way to, to get anyone to translate. That's for you. right. <laughs> I was trying to get my kids to help me out. Oh, and give and some responsibility. And, and how did that work out? Well, I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> I guess you made it. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, that's ex- what about you? What have you been up to? I, I, uh, I, well, I've been sitting here waiting for you, Miles. <laughs> oh, I figured. <laughs> no, I, uh, 
I didn't travel across the world, uh, so there's nothing interesting that happened here, really, uh, other than uh, my boy went to Grammy camp again this year. Grammy camp. Now, Grammy camp, if you remember, we talked about this, and this happens. This That's week. where people in the business yeah. send their kids to learn music, school, right? <laughs> no, no. People in the business <laughs> like you. <laughs> no, no. Thanks, Miles. But no, no, Grammy camp is where you send your boy to grandma's house. Oh. <laughs> And grandma, More fun. That's right. And grandma, <laughs> and she lives on the other side of the country, not the world. And it's great because uh, last last year was the first year. This is the second year, and uh, he's gone for two weeks. Two weeks, Miles. Can two I ask you a question? Real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Grammy and not Granny. Grammy. We for some reason is that, that a Florida thing no. or a Cuba thing? <laughs> no, or it just uh, uh, it just happened to be Grammy. Uh, Grams, you know, you call something called Grandma. Uh-huh. So Grammy, Grandma. <laughs> no, it's G R A M M Y. Those the same way you spell the award. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, uh, it's great because he's gone, uh, and uh, my wife and I uh, we get a, a two week break. You know, it's nice to have a little break. It's nice to be uh, uh, childless for a couple weeks. We miss him, but at the same time. We don't. You're not very convincing. <laughs> it's, uh, and, and, you know, remember those days when you can uh, just go out on a whim? Like, oh, let's go have some dinner over here. Or, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, let's go to a movie. Well, it's great to have those moments where you can just do that. And we did. We went out to movies. We went out wow. to dinner. We, you know, we, we even went out to uh, improv. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Where? Uh, over in Burbank. There's a little improv stage. That, it's like on Magnolia, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And it was fun. Uh, and we had drinks. Fun, <laughs> fun <to eat. laughs> It was that too. Uh, but no, it was, it was great. And we had a great time. And we just did lots of little things like that. And, uh, uh, and so my boy loves being with Grammy. And when he's over there, you know, it's Grammy camp, and the Grammy is uh, more lenient than most of us, <laughs> and he can pretty much do not anything, obviously. She's got some control over him, but she does but most own, things. <laughs> yeah, you know, things that he's not usually able to do, and one thing uh, that we tend to um, limit is his time with cell phones and things like that. Uh, and uh, not, not at Grammy camp. At Grammy camp, he can do anything. <laughs> He's got three burners at Grammy camp. <laughs> so uh, what? We, what? Uh, one day we were uh, sitting at the table, and all of a sudden we get a text, and it's from Grammy's phone, and it's and but it says, uh, and every time it comes up, it'll be with the letter K, and you know it's from me. No, that's great. So it's fun. Now our boy is texting us from Grammy's phone, and we're like, oh, this is fun. Oh, good to talk to you. Oh, this is great. And it's like, okay, well. We'll talk to you soon. And we're all, this is all text, right? And then about five minutes later, ding, text me. <laughs> and like, huh? All right, well, we'll text them. So we texted a little more and it's, ah, ha, ha, fun, 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 fun. And then we end the conversation and about five minutes later, text me. <laughs> it's like, no. Because you know what happens next, Miles? It's the rest of the day, every five, 10 minutes, text me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun the first few times. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, your vacation is no longer a vacation. It's an entertainment. <laughs> you Put know. down the phone, son. 
So eventually, we had to stop responding because well, you, know, you just need to call Grammy and tell her to take the take the phone away. The phone no, away. you can't do that at Grammy Camp because it's Grammy Camp. You get to do most things you don't usually get to We're do. We're trying to enjoy a movie <laughs> and going out to dinner. Does the phone have to beep every five seconds? Well, you know how it is. So anyhow, we stopped responding because if not, we'd be on our phones the entire time and we'd never get away and have our own time. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, and, you know, uh, Grammy, like I say, she lets you do almost anything. And then eventually they had to come home. And he just got home the other day and uh, a couple days ago. And and we don't send him in a FedEx box. We, you know, we, he, he actually comes home with Grammy and and uh, Gram- and we call him Pop Pop if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> and they made it uh, here. It's great to have him back. And they got to stay, uh, all three of them. Uh, well, my boy stays forever, but the other, uh, Grammy and, and Pop Pop stayed for a couple days with us. And it's great because uh, we get to talk about what they did and stuff. And and what we discovered is, is uh, Grammy recently got into a kick of eating nothing but, well, not nothing, but almost uh, exclusively uh, carrots. Uh, tomatoes and cheese. Something she just doesn't know why, but she's eating literally two pounds of carrots a day. What? Two pounds. And I saw her do it. Two pounds a day. How's her eyesight? So, <laughs> well, what's more interesting is if you read things, and, and I, I do, if you eat so many carrots, your skin can actually start to turn orange from the, the carrot. Uh, you know, what? not like you turn into a carrot yourself, but it'll get an orangey tone to like it. like some Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> and so I asked her, well... So she looks like Snooky now? <laughs> so we're sitting at dinner, and I, you know, because my boy and I always like to talk about science and things, you know, space or whatever, and I asked well, is your skin changing color? And she says, no, not really. You know, I, I haven't noticed anything terribly different. And then, uh, you know, she says, it's a lot of fiber. And, you know. Did one day she just started eating just, two pounds? Just, or did it ramp up? I don't know the answer to that. But all I know is that she literally eats two pounds of that. She eats about a pound of, of tomatoes and almost a half a block of cheese. Of whatever cheese, I'm not exactly sure. It is interesting. Uh, So we're talking about that, and and then uh, my boy asks because you know we're we're interested now. We're curious, scientifically curious. What else turns colors, Grammy? And she says, "Well, uh, well, you can guess what she was referring to." She didn't say it uh, Uh (laughs) because what goes in has got to come out. (laughs) And it's a lot of fiber, right? Uh, So, uh, but no, no, no. Every show, Jason. (laughs) No, no, no. Every show. I didn't say it. I'm just saying it's. You say it. You just said it. It's a scientific fact. What goes in must come out. You just said You dedicated an entire show to this? (laughs) No, no, no. Last time? No, no, no. And so, uh, of course, uh, you know, my boy now is curious. Because that's just the way he is. And he goes, Grammy, can I see? I'm going to have to cut this off. <laughs> and and everybody said no. <laughs> we put a the kibosh on that instantly. But it's just, uh, you know, something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> because even Grammy, at Grammy camp, there are limits. <laughs> Jeez. What's the Again, limit? we end up in the toilet with Jason. No, no, I you never said You should have your own podcast no. called... In the toilet. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, but hey, it's just science. It's you know, it's we reversed roles here. No. I'm pretending to be upset by the story, <laughs> and you used to actually genuinely be upset by mine. Well, it, it was uh, it was funny, and I thought you'd appreciate it. <laughs>
because you love those stories. So uh, that was yeah. the name of my band in high school. Jason. What was it? What was that name, man? Miles. Mom's Orange Dookie. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> well, that that was uh, that was Grammy Camp, and uh, luckily, uh, you know, we never got uh, much further than the conversation. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, uh, anyhow, Miles, it's again great to have you back. And uh, like I said uh, earlier, we'll be doing more shows, and maybe we'll just avoid the poop conversation. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> no. you should. You'll you'll bring us back. No, I, I don't do those things. <laughs> Or just, you know, it's not me. Uh, so, again, uh, we're, we're here on our espresso enjoying this coffee from Brazil, the Alana's Coffee from Colombia, which is the Watermelon and Jolly Ranchery. And, and, Miles, if you had to pick one that you would drink on a regular basis between this Brazil coffee and the Colombian coffee, uh, which would you choose? If I only which had to pick one, which is your favorite of the two? I guess is the question. I'm really enjoying the Jolly Rancher. It really coffee. is kind of unique, isn't I it? I like it. Yeah, it, it's something that I would never uh, pick out on my own. I, I think, think I'm going to cool this off and and put a little sugar in it. Put a little sugar in it. I wonder see what it does. I I wonder what it would taste like. And it's too bad we can't do it while we're on the air here because <laughs> then we could tell everybody what it tastes like. It'll taste like a coffee flavored Jolly Rancher. Yeah, That's I guess. What I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I agree. It's it's uh it's so unique. I would actually pick this Alana's coffee over the Brazil coffee uh because it's just uh, it's delightful. Um I, I'm enjoying it. So thanks, Miles, uh for introducing that to me. So that's the coffee that we're drinking today. And Miles, uh you know, we're setting up all these shows that we're doing. There's one extra show that I didn't mention that we're gonna be doing this upcoming weekend. It's our annual camping trip. And uh, we're going to do a show about cowboy coffee once again, but we've added, you've added a little twist to this, which I absolutely am excited about. And so, so stay tuned, everybody. This is gonna, we're going to have an AeroPress showdown. Uh, because right. as you know, when you go camping, uh, making coffee is always a chore, and finding a good way to get good coffee is even harder. So last year, we told you how to make coffee using just anything uh, and get good coffee, and that was with Chris Clark from uh, Groundwork. He was there camping with us, and he's going to be there again. And I bet you, Miles, if we're going to yeah. do an AeroPress showdown, he could he judge, judge it. Yeah, I oh, think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I've been lifting to try and get my uh, my pressing down. All right, so I have not started practicing yet. I've got to practice, uh, so I've got a few days left to get my uh, AeroPress skills to to a good level. So I'm going to, and then we're going to have your that arms showdown. are looking a little flabby. You <laughs> may have to do some push-ups. I better start working out now. So anyhow, that's our next show. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be fun, and you'll also learn how to make good coffee when you go camping. It's always important. or bad coffee. Or You'll learn. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> so that's up. And then again, we'll be telling some other shows. So stay tuned. They'll be happening more frequently. And thanks again for waiting for us on our next show. And but we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, take a moment and help support our show. It's easy to do and doesn't cost you one thing. And just subscribe, tell your friends to listen, and that's all you have to do. Right, Miles? That's right, Jason. Your help keeps our show going, and we really appreciate it. And if you have an idea for the show or just want to ask a question, hit us up at coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our socials and email, too. We'd love to hear from you. 
And uh, thanks, Miles, uh, for sharing your Armenian story. And uh, and really, I, uh, I appreciate you going out and spending the time uh, researching coffee there. It was kind of cool, at least for me, to see what it's like over there. So thanks for that. I had a lot of fun, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Miles. I'm going. <laughs> well, and thanks to all of you for listening. And until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason. <laughs>